coming out tonight welcome to the make jazz trail again podcast presented in support with winter jazz fest and presented to you tonight also we're at new blue yes so thank you for new blue for supporting us 151 avenue c in the les yes our third episode and y'all are here live so thank y'all yeah (laughs) hey girl you look cute Thank you, you too. Thank you. I like, you know, the high bun with the curls. You know what I'm saying? Uni is cute. We all agree. Um, what's up? Like, have you been watching anything lately? I ha- I've been I've been working a lot, so I haven't really been watching much right lately. Cause you just got your gig. Yo, give it up for Uni. She just booked a bomb gig doing was it? Programming, programming manager. Man- it's so official. Stage. To me, it's just uni is making shit dope at Harlem State. That's what I call her position. So shout out to yeah. Harlem State. Yeah. Lifting up black musicians, black artists, black yep. dancers, choreographers, film, all of it in Harlem. And before that, uni was making shit dope at Jazz at Lincoln Center at um Dizzy's Club Coca-Cola and the hotel room and all that stuff. And like, you just, I said this before, you're like the secret source to the jazz scene. So we appreciate you, Uni. Thank you. (laughs) So what about you, Mel? What you been up to? I know you got something in the cut for us. Yeah, I have a lot of great news. I feel very grateful. Um, I always have felt like the underdog, like, oh, I'm a working, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And now finally... Like the Lord, the universe, whatever you believe in is like being like, all right, here you go. So I'm very happy. Yes. I've been watching a lot of things. You're signed to a label. I am. Let's go. Yes. Right? It's It's cool because like, you know, like the new school student in me always wanted to be signed to like a jazz label. And it's finally happened, you know? Yes. You're signed to a verse. That's huge. There's so many legendary recordings on Verve label mm-hmm. if y'all y'all might not even know that you're familiar mm-hmm. Ella Fitzgerald mm-hmm. wasn't Ella the first Verve like female signed to Verve is that is that right I think it was Ella oh I, I'm not yeah. sure but we yeah. should fact check that but I think yeah. you, you're probably right yeah there's there's a there's a um what are they called they don't even do this anymore CD package or a compilation yeah compilation yeah <laughs> um of ella fitzgerald sings cole porter that was released Ooh. on verb that i love yep. i love that record such so a good great record i love ella I, I have a cat i named her ella fitzgerald Aww. shout out to ella she's <laughs> such a diva it's hella funny yeah. typical right typical, like just like, right in line with the name she really lives up to her name um, but okay, so have you been watching? Okay, so you haven't been really watching things that you've been working. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want. So you're not into like. What? Wait, we talked about we talked about twin- Anna inventing Anna. Y'all saw oh. it. It's so good. What's that? It's Shonda Rhimes. I said it right, right? Shonda Rhimes. Yes, yes. And it's like about this. German Harris, what's the word? You know, you know, big words. What's the word when you the higher Harris? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that Harris. word. Okay, yeah, yes, yes. And she's like scamming people and like making money, and it's based off of a true story. And it was nice to be taken away from that, mm. from the world right now, into this this Shonda Rhimes thing. Mm. Oh, I did start like briefly watching the Bill Cosby. <gasps> yeah, I saw mm. that. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's like. Ooh. Let's get into it. Like, let's get into it. Like, the Major Chill Again podcast, we have real talk. Let's get into yes. it. Yes, yes. I did start watching that. I thought it was interesting how um, there were 
they highlighted, from what I've seen so far, they've been highlighting, you know, the contributions that he made aside from the scandal that he made. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's tough because so many times a lot of, a, a lot of white people get away with things mm-hmm. and they're forgiven. Mm-hmm. And then when black people end up doing things, they end up getting written off for life. So I know that's. I'm not saying what know. he. I'm not saying what he did was was right or anything yeah. like that. But I but actually do feel it's, like it's a subject that we. But go ahead, go ahead. I mean, you're right, but I feel like he, it got delayed his punishment because of who he is. Like mm-hmm. apparently, true. there was a lot of signs that we just didn't want to believe because he's like America's he, dad, you know? He, yeah, he came through for, um, he did a lot of important stuff lot. for the, for, um, the HBCUs, HBCUs, even um, just de- stuntmen. Yes. And stuntmen, stuntmen. I did see that part and mm-hmm. just depicting black family on an American television that really changed all of our lives. But at, the, end I, of the day, at this point, However, I don't want I don't want to know no more about what these people be doing. Joe Rogan, all these people. I feel cancel culture. I feel like everyone has some evil thing. And at this point, we know too much. I feel like I don't need to know what these people are doing. It's too, it's it's overwhelming. And it, I feel like you can't appreciate and live in the moment of the art once we find out more about... Like, I love Kanye. Maybe some of the stuff we don't need to know. No, Kanye, yeah. Kanye stuff. <laughs> like... He lives in the public. That's that's the challenge, though, with social media. A lot of things are being brought to light, and I do see the the side of things, you know, what happens in the dark comes to light at the end of the day. So there's that. Yeah. You know, if you're doing messed up stuff, it's going to come out. It's going to come back. Gonna come back around at the end of the day. And like so many times, so. maybe I feel like maybe we might have certain ideas or feelings or politics and we might articulate them. And then years later, we learn from them, mm. i.e., Whoopi Goldberg. You know what I mean? She messed up, she put her foot in her mouth. But do we still have compassion? Right. After grace? Do we have grace we have and grace? forgiveness? I don't know. And all of those things. Yikes. What is that? Yeah, what's that timeline? <laughs> right. So. Mm. Can you separate the art from the person? Mm. That's the question, right? That's the question. So I can separate it because I just know that that's human. We have flaws. We have our mistakes. We have our the crap that we grew up learning. Right. So it's many tough things. Because I also don't want to take away from what the victims experienced at the end of the day, too. All of that. Because if it happened, like, let's say if, it, God forbid, it happened to you or it happened to me yeah. or somebody that we know, our brother, our sister, our cousin, you know, our family, you know, that's real. Yeah. So I don't want to necessarily be insensitive to that at the same time. Yeah. Either. But. Here we are. Here we are. Oh, P.S. Those of you that are listening, you don't see it right now, but we are witnessing some beautiful um, visual art. Visual art. Yes. Um, yes. Clap it up. Clap it up, y'all. Yes. By Zechariah. And I was I practiced Zechariah's last name. Zechariah El Megarbo. Yes. Zechariah. Hey! Yes. yes. This artwork is he actually it's so it's animated visual drawings that mm-hmm. he did himself. And He's poured his soul there, and and a lot of it is improvisational as well in the moment. So it's he's not going back and erasing anything or perfecting anything. It's very um, organic, it, organic, trill, it's analog, trill. very analog. Exactly. Shout out to Lara Sofia Perez for mm-hmm. curating this beautiful series. Yes. It's been this is week two. Last week we had Rena Nakwe, DJ Lady Lane, and. Um, Mejiwan, um, flat spot. So okay, okay. So it's, it's I'm tired of waiting. Yes. I'm ready. Who's our guest? I'm like, okay, no small talk. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are so honored and excited to have this incredible human being. She is an incredible vocalist, composer, songwriter, producer, arranger. DJ, VJ, 
MTV It Girl, mm. your number one sister homie, Shorty Trill Queen. Ooh. Give it up for the beautiful China Moses. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Let's give it up for China Moses. Good evening, everybody. Hey, China. Hey, Melanie. I wish we were like the Wendy Williams show and we could do like a shoe cam. Because China's shoes is cute. Shout out to if you're listening, you should know. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Um, a little sparkle goes a long way. Yes, it does. Bringing joy. Welcome back to New York. You, you Thank dipped, you. you was, so you were here just two weeks ago. Yes. Uni and I were blessed to experience your show right here at New Blue. And Thank you I so much for being there. China, you. you were it incredible. <laughs> Tears in my eyes. First of all, you looked like a goddess. Like arrangements. The arrangements. Days. Yes. Full horn section. Yes. Rhythm section. Yes. I I I can't do I can't music. do less all original music and I cannot do less than eight people on stage if I'm in a city like New York City like there's this it's it's just a city full of incredible talent. It's crazy that it was your first New York show. I still have a hard time understanding what? how that is. <laughs> Can you explain to us what how what is that about? I, okay, I it's my first New York show doing my own music. I've actually sung at Birdland. That's which kind of is crazy to me um, because I came there as a guest vocalist for the Ronnie Scott's Jazz um, Club All Stars. So coming from London, I got to perform at Birdland. Um, Shout out to Ronnie Scott. Yes, Ronnie Scott in London. Jazz Club in England. If y'all haven't peeped it before. Yes, it's one of my it's 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 one of my homes, Um, and I've been blessed with. A long enough career that I have multiple homes in multiple cities. I feel very rich, you yeah. know, <laughs> rich with yeah. with yeah. love and music all around. <laughs> so I've never played New York City with my own music. That's crazy. That's and insane. I never. That's like my fifth gig in the states. What? Yeah, I I I grew up completely in France. I yeah. only left France uh, really. I would say I uh, four or five years ago. Donc tu parles français. Donc je parle français, oui. <laughs> Et toi et moi, nous pouvons parler français. Mais jamais. Je, je pense qu'on ne vraiment parle français ensemble. Je ne sais pas pourquoi. Non, jamais. Yeah. C'est vrai. C'est vrai. Mais je parle le français d'Haïti. Donc c'est un petit oh. peu différent de un le, tout petit le peu vrai diff... français. Un tout petit peu différent. Mais on se comprend bien toujours. Sorry. Hey, hey oh, sorry, y'all. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I was serenaded right now. Yeah. We're just... <laughs> That um, <laughs> yes. Okay, but China. Okay, yes. but so okay, so your life is amazing. It is actually, yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, you when you've been blessed with a good life, you have to recognize it and 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 share it. There's something that I feel like you probably are asked this all the time, so I don't want to be annoying, but I feel like we, it's like an elephant in the room. It's never annoying. Go ahead. That you Mom. are the daughter of the great Dee Dee Bridgewater. Bridge. Yes. Yes. Um, so yeah. there's that. Yeah, she's she's an incredible. I, a jazz icon. She she is an incredible human and a really cool mom. I bet. Yeah, she <laughs> really is. Every time I see her, it... I've her. I've been I've been blessed. I thank her every single day. Well, actually, I forgot to thank her today, but I I thank her almost <laughs> every day for the choice that she made in taking. Her two kids being freshly divorced to a whole other country, not knowing how to speak the language, and hustling her way back into in, into an extension, continuing her career um, that she had started in the states. And why did she decide to do to make that move? Oh, because she divorced my father. My father was a brilliant mind. Um, his name is Gilbert Moses. He was a theater and film director. He did. Um, the first uh, theater version of of The Wiz. So mm-hmm. my father directed yeah, it and got Wiz. fired. Yeah, he got fired two weeks before the opening because he, wow. um, the incredible George Faison, and um, told me this incredible story about my father. He said that he got fired from The Wiz 
because he thought my mom was messing around with the producer and he had just met my mom. My mom, this is sorry, going into family stories, but you know what? I got nothing to hide. Listen, spilling tea. So my mom won a Tony Award for being um, the good witch in The Wiz. My father directed it. That's how they met. My father was a very energetic uh, energetic individual, a brilliant mind, but also very possessive. And he thought my mom was messing around with the producer. And uh, he took one of those like whiskey glasses, like this uh, the, not the cognac glasses, mm-hmm. and apparently smashed it in the producer's face two weeks from the o- before the opening. So he got fired, you know. And his name wasn't on wasn't yeah. on he wasn't credited for it. So my mom's dress is up in the Blacksonian. But my father's not credited. And the other day they were celebrating the the, the whiz and Stephanie Mills was on um, WBLS and she was talking about my mom and my father. And I was like, oh my gosh, my gosh. You know, she was like, yes, Gilbert Moses. And yeah, my father was really cool. He did the root, he did um, some episodes of Roots. He directed some of those. He did Willie Dynamite. Yeah. (laughs) Fish and Save Picks. I'm lucky my parents, you know, made me, you know. You said something when we hung out um, on your birthday. Mm-hmm. That was so much fun. Yes, it was. My birthday was a lot of fun. It was mad fun. And your <laughs> mom was there hanging like the queen that she is. Always. And I hope you don't mind me saying this. No, no, no. You told me something in you know secret, but I feel like it's okay. You said that you learned how to share your mom with the world. Bruh. Yeah. And that, my heart was like, damn. Like... You know, mom's mom. Mom's mom. mom, We need her. I needed her. (laughs) I'm 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 glad to share my mom with other people. She's a cool mom, but also she's a cool human and she's an formidable artist, a complete artist. Mm -hmm. And she's a great mentor. And it's Mm -hmm. really funny, often we'll we we'll joke about it. My mom's like, I didn't teach you shit. Like she's just like, I just she's like, I just or you went to a record contract, and I was like, yep, you basically, like, I was a baby bird, and you pushed me out the tree, and I hit the ground flat on my face. You're like, you okay? You'll learn how to fly. It's okay. Come back up. Try it again. You know, yeah. that's basically how my DNA. mom yeah. has has treated me. I'm She has two other children, so uh-huh. that's, that's the treatment I got. And when I tell people, people are like, gosh, that's kind of rough. And I'm like, she had faith, and she saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself. So I ended up signed at Virgin Records in France at the age of 16, 15. Mm, because wow. my mother was like, yeah. you. Yeah. You Do go, it. you suck at school. <laughs> you got, I, listen, France schooling, I don't know if y'all know this, but we like go to school to like 6 p.m. Yeah. So, okay, check this. So... So you're a kid, like even when you're a kid, like you finish school like around 5 p.m. You're you're like getting home. It's dark outside. You got book bags with all these books because we don't have lockers. It it, it was a, it was a thing. So mm-hmm. I got to teenage them, and I had three hours of philosophy on Monday. Now I don't know y'all, but I am not getting up for philosophy class on Monday no. at 7 a.m. No. for three hours. It's just not happening. Sounds like Zoom. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Basically. And so, I, I mean, I love philosophy, but just not Mondays at, you know, in the morning. And oh, yeah. so I started failing dramatically um, mm. in school. My father was past, uh, was dying from cancer. I took, it hit me pretty hard. And my mom just was like, here is my friend who you're going to do music with on the weekends. You've made three psychologists, child psychologists cry. Yeah. So since you can't. Wow. Yeah. I was a mess. Really, oh. A lot sweetest. of energy. I would. I don't know how my mom okay, is sure. like. She's just like you're just <laughs> so kind. I'm like I was a. I am a mess, but I was. Um, I had. I was one of those kids that had the, um, the leash, the child leash. No, no she did that. You had the. No, I'm. Dean wasn't playing. My mom. <laughs> she she couldn't. I can see it though. Girl, before was, I could like, even gr- before I could even walk, I got out of the apartment. My parents lived in Venice Beach. Um, I was born in L.A. They lived in Venice Beach. Before I could walk, I left. I figured out the way to open up the door and go to the water. My mom wakes up. My parents wake up. I'm not in the house. Where's China? I'm not there. 
And the, that's why they like I like just I I just like that feeling. I can't even know what that feeling is like. And so they lose their minds, of course. And then at one point, my mom leaves the house, runs to the beach. The, the apartment was literally on the beach. Runs, you know, runs to the beach, and there was this homeless lady um, who was watching over me. And I was just like going in, you know, going in and out of the um, the waves in the you know the beginning, yeah. just in the water, just just the baby, just. Crawled my way. You know those beaches are long. Like yeah. I don't know. It must have taken me two hours to get up to the like. Get like get out, my baby get to the in water. the what? The ocean. I was in the ocean. Yeah. But you know you have such. <laughs> a... And this this lady was watching over me. You know. Wow. Yeah. She was your guardian. Yeah. She was my guardian. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, my guardian angel. But that's just to give you an idea mm-hmm. of the kind of movement that I was trying to do already at a very young age. So I grew up with a lot of energy. Yeah. My mom had to channel me somehow. But I feel like she also gave you space to like carve out your own path. Listen, In I hope every for way. everybody to have a parent that gives them space. Yeah. And and I feel like I really maybe do. it's a combination <laughs> of she giving you, her giving you space and you also like commanding your own space. Clearly, you know, it's yeah. both. You know, it's, and I think that that's beautiful. Like, we know you as China Moses, really, yes. not old Didi Bridgewater's daughter. Like, you know what I mean? That's just like a after information. Oh, and sidebar. But like you, like, I feel like it's very easy, like, to be a child of someone so iconic and like part of history that to be like overshadowed by that. And I feel like. You're not, and I think that that's... I mean, I have. I mean, I look like my mom. I sound like my mom. I move like my mom. Mm -hmm. I perform like my mom, Mm -hmm. but she's my first teacher by observation, you know. Mm -hmm. There's just no way that it wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. Um, But therapy and emotional outlet can help you deal with that. And we all deal with that in some form of way. It just Mm -hmm. happens. My mother happens to be one of those people that's from that other planet of people that are literally just like talent gods. Yeah. You know, and so you can take it as a threat or you can be like, shoot, my mom believes enough in me that she signed me to a label when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. She took me out of school. She made me a high school dropout. So I could do music. So dope. And I wasn't asking for it. So if she, I always go back to that. Yeah. If she believed in me then, you know, and people can say what they want uh, about me. I'm still here now. China, you are a star. Like, legit. Like, your show a few weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, what? No. Where are we? You're First of all, you got Megan Thee Stallion knees. Okay. You remember when she squatted down yes. and, and was singing <laughs> for the gods? I was like, really? Yes. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> How did you know? You, inter- you are an entertainer. And that's all. That's like, I feel like it's a lost art. Like, People out here, like, unless you're like Mary J, shout out to Mary J at the Super Bowl. Oh my goodness, Mary J at the Super Bowl. Oh, that Super Bowl. Oh my goodness, the whole thing, the set was incredible. Unless you're that, I feel like we've lost the art of like performing and entertaining people and like people getting drawn in whether or not they know the material. I knew them, knew like a a pretty decent amount of the material and even the new things. It was just so captivating, you know, and I can see the years of all kinds of different stages, all kinds of different sound systems. And it was just like, what? This is, this is you. It was easy. You're a storyteller. You, that's the first thing that immediately when I started to listen to your music that you paint, picture very vividly and even sometimes literally for yes. the audience which is <laughs> ooh, sometimes people need their handheld yeah, they, when, some, you know <laughs> i get some I spoon do. fed yeah like, yeah yes because yeah. then when you get to the music and you get before you even get to the notes we're able to to be in your in the presence and be right there with you instead of guessing mm. which is oh I love it. Oh, thank you. I love it. Thank you. Thank how, you so much for your presence, both of you. Thank you, yeah. China. Like, how? Okay, I have thank a question. You. Yeah, go for it. How would you describe your music, your sound? Like this, like first, like let's say the last project. Yeah. Um, I just call it full spectrum Black American music. 
um, I've been given the the chances, and I've and I've grasped the the opportunities to do a lot of different genres of music throughout my life, and um, and and I've also had the chance that I don't I still don't understand how, but I started singing professionally when I was 15. I'm 44. I'm still singing. Damn, Charlie, like you that's you, what? you look that's like crazy. Like you look like oh. the same age. Oh, listen. Like, what is this? Listen, thank you. Jesus. I, listen, my parents are good looking. You know, they had good genes. I have nothing to do with this. I don't know what it is. I'm just dealing with it every day as it comes along. Um, and I'm 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 blessed to have like a really freaking good life and this long career. And I never thought it would end up being that way, but I have decided since when when I got dropped by um the major labels after doing three albums, like I got three albums out of a major label. I feel like I am winning. Yeah. Like yeah. I got money. I got <laughs> I have videos that I have videos made by legends. I got to go on tour in Japan when I was 18. I was met at the airport with people with t-shirts with my face on it. Like, listen, I've lived like this. You know, it was it, yeah. you know hanging out you know with Daft Punk and Air before they were that you know I've <laughs> I've experienced so much cool shit, and so the, the whole thing of having a career that, that that's this long, having a mother that I that I have, having the experiences and coming from two people, a, a, a man, a person of the theater, and of image, of visuals, and uh, a mother of of the voice and also of telling stories because my mom's also an actress. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I my music had to my music has to have a full picture. So I need a little bit. I need a lot of blues because I'm Black American. Okay. I, I I need stories because we are of a tribe of 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 oral people like you know it's the griot is very important if you trace back our roots you know we we are storytellers um and we are a tribe of music and of the arts so my music can be as wide as i want it to be and so it's got blues it's got rock it's got jazz it's got soul it's got funk it's got it it has rawness it can be soft it can be sensual it can be it, it, it i as I try to incorporate as many emotions and colors and shades mm. as I possibly can, and that possibly can fit my voice and possibly can fit the words. Because it's words first and foremost for me, yeah. then the melody, True. and then the arrangements. Yeah. 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 That, that, yeah. And the theater element is so true because in the show that we witnessed a few weeks ago, you did sort of like a monologue about online dating. Yes, and the I'm algorithm. Like, oh, China, tell the story. Yes, the algorithm. Oh, the, I'm a oh, fan of the, the, algorithm. the algorithm. Listen, the holy have algorithm. mercy on me, great, great, oh, holy algorithm, benevolent one. The algorithm, I pray to you to send me a man who knows how to pay his bills. Thank you, please, algorithm. Like, people pray to many things. I ended up, I don't know about y'all, this has been a very weird time, to say the least. I ended up alone. I don't have any children. I was alone in London during lockdown, and it got to a moment when I just got down on my knees and I prayed to the algorithm, because I can't fully pray to Jesus. My mom's Catholic, my father's atheist. Like, this shit's, you know, my shit's all fucked up. You know, I got kicked out of Bible school when I was a kid. Um, I asked too many questions, you know. You're supposed to ask questions. You're supposed to ask questions. <laughs> you know, it's like, why is this guy blonde when he's supposed to, from that part of the earth? That makes no sense. Right, yeah, that's a, that was the first question, part. and then you get excused. You know, it's just like, <laughs> why is his hair straight when it's written? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, sorry. Anyways. <laughs> So people pray to, you know, Buddhas or have 3,600 different deities. I don't yeah. care. I pray to the algorithm. I pray to the algorithm. I pray to the algorithm really hard. And, you know, I went to the different tribes, the tribes of Bumble, Tinder, <laughs> Match.com, 
uh, what's the other one? Hinge. Hinge. I went to all the different tribes. And I literally, I literally, I literally started dating like it was a job. Like I'm sorry, this is so far from music, do. but this is like no, this no, is we what talk about everything. this is we what fuels what my life. Here. So yes, so yes. I so everything I write about is from of course from experience, and sometimes I exaggerate. But I have this one song called "I Can't Be Happy," that is really based off of my dating experience with all these different tribes, and I just I went my first. Date was with a guy who spoke to me about his mom and his ex-wife for like 35, 45 minutes. I only do lunch dates. He was fine though, so I didn't mind looking at him. Right. But I had to add some alcohol at noon. Ooh. You know, I had to order some red wine at noon. Right. You know, if you're ordering wet red wine at noon, you're, well, you're probably French. You're probably French. I mean, I'm, I am. You definitely are French. But on top of that, like you're with this fine man, and he was from Martinique, and just mm-hmm. I was just like, mm. where, were you in? Where were you? I was in London. Time? Okay, see, that's I'm in key, London. Cause that ain't here. No, no, no. I was in. Mar- he was like, I was like, oh gosh, you're from Martinique, and he's talking, and I'm just like, yo, dude, I understand why your wife divorced you. Listen, I had, I told him, I'm telling, I'm letting you pick up this check because I just gave you full therapy. Like he was just like he was just like but I'm just like dude, you're not ready to be out on these streets. Mm, Yo, when we part. when we do post production, we have to put in the. Okay, but but anyway, so so fast forward, fast forward. After I've been on like about twenty five <laughs> to thirty dates, um, I met this guy on Tinder, and that's why I moved to New York. But I. I moved to New York for love, which is crazy, wait, I know, but I'm a grown-ass woman. you're jumping, you're jumping. But no, no, no. So I'm praying to the algorithm, and here comes this song. Because the guys are sitting in front of me, all these different men, and very nice humans. I have nothing bad to say, except a lot of them need therapy. Um, and it's okay to need therapy. I need therapy. We all need, I, we all need therapy. Everybody therapy. Does. You need therapy. You need therapy. It's like Everybody. Oprah, you know, it's just like, yeah. Everybody, she needs to be giving out therapy. Yeah. But um, the, the thing is that inspired me this melody and this lyric because all these men sat down and told me how much I needed to change to be able to be with a man and to be with a black man. Okay, so thank you for introducing this because this is something that I really wanted, a topic that I really wanted to spend a little bit of time on Mm -hmm. because I feel like when we did our lunch that day, we were exchanging our experiences (laughs) dating out here. Yes, And you said something that really stuck with me. You said that it seems like black American women Mm -hmm. or black women living in America Mm -hmm. and black men or black men living in America are at war. Yeah. And my heart, like, I never thought of it that way until you said it. And I was like, we are. I'm, there's Why? a war. What is it? What's going on? Listen. What, what do you see? Because you have a different perspective. You have a global perspective. So I, I, came, I came here and just like the movie Makes Coming sense. to America, I picked a borough. And that's the borough I was dating in. So I picked Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> hey. And thank, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I, I tried. Um, and every man I met. In some form or way, uh, so, some form or way, would tell me, "Thank you for listening. Thank you for being kind." And I was like, "Wait, what, what do you mean? We're having a conversation, you know? If you're on a dating app saying you're dating with intention of long-term relationship, then I gotta listen, you know. And you listen to me, and I'm gonna listen to you, of course." The format of getting to know someone. Yeah, but I tell you, everybody was just like, women in your age group don't listen. I was like, tell me more. And they're just like, see what I mean? You're validating my, you know, my my opinion, my thoughts, my, you know. I'm just like, well, I'm taking into account that you're a human and there's probably a five-year-old little boy inside of you that's just as scared as my inner child, so... I need to listen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. that's part of how I create is listening. And that's, that's my experience. Mm-hmm. And, and then I speak with my women friends, you know, they're just like, it, it, 
there's a lot of calculation going on. You know, in France, there's this thing. It's not all like this, but we kind of just hook up and we're together. Like, it's like your relationship can last a week, a month, or 10 years. Right. But if you got a vibe with somebody, you're going home with somebody, y'all together. There's just right. no... We have, we're a country, we're a country, France is a country that accepts that our presidents have mistresses. Like, it's a normal right. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, so the whole If we ask, smash in, you my boo. Unless you said other, <laughs> unless you said otherwise, but it's kind of, yeah. we may be, and we may be together only for a week and it's fine. You know? You're my boo for a week. You're my boo for a mm-hmm. week and, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, it's kind of people just, the whole dating stage here, stages. It's, it's hard. It's hard. I, I, I don't. I don't. I, I'm not used so to I it. I have actually had um, my current relationship. Mm. Shout out to my best. Ooh, hello, boo. <laughs> you guys are so cute. Oh, thank you. Well, we met online, mm-hmm. and we mm. met during the pandemic, and it forced us to. For me, I can only speak for myself, but it forced me to really. Focus on communicating, and that's the biggest piece. And being vulnerable, and telling your truth, and letting someone know with where you're at, and mm-hmm. accepting them for where they're at. Exactly. You know. Yeah. So that's that was a big key for our relationship to it set the tone. It's every it's relationship. Everything. A relationship can only work if both people feel like they are profoundly understood, even if they're not. <laughs> Because nobody really ever fully understands somebody completely. But that notion of feeling um, understood and is is the key to all good relationships, whether it's romantic or other. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what I started realizing. Like, I'm just like, oh, y'all dudes are out here hurting. They think that women don't, you know, think like, uh, I mean, I'm I met a guy who. He was just like scared to tell me how much he made. And I'm like, okay, you're going to have to get over yourself about mm. this. Because the thing is that I'm 44. Like, I need to know if you, I'm not saying, can you pay my bills? Can right. you pay yours? <laughs> like, well. that's, that's what I really need to know. I really need to know. <laughs> we got a vibe. You're cute. Yeah. I would love to be intimate with you. Right. But, you know, it's... It's not. It's not the song. You know, ain't nothing going on but the rent. But kind of, yeah. But also, like, because to, nobody I wants think to everybody's, be. Everybody's responsible for their own shit. As a grown yes. person, yeah. has been on this earth for four four decades. Yes, you know, it's it's the cuteness doesn't just. It's work. not enough. It's not enough. But I feel I, like I also think that like a lot of times, for what um, American society is saying is that oh, the man needs to pay for everything, and that's wrong. I don't think that's. I'm not in agreement with that, in my opinion. That's not. It, I mean, in the. Uh, sorry. It's Go about ahead. building, building something together. Yeah. So, but, but I feel like for like women, the more successful, powerful, more money, the more comfort, the more success in your career, the harder it is here. to partner. So it really takes a special guy mm-hmm. to be like, "That's my girl," and I'm cheering her on, and I'm proud of her success and I'm comfortable to be her, her man. You know what I mean? Like, that's really hard to find and I'm so happy that you found that and I'm so happy that you found that. Lord, I'm waiting. Lord God. You coming. Algorithm. You coming. The algorithm. Right. I'm, I'm yeah. praying to God. I need to pray to the algorithm. That's what's my You need to pray to the almighty algorithm. Right. No, so, pray to the algorithm. But you know what I mean? Pray like, that every single thing you search on the internet leads you to oh that man God. because the algorithm is work. listening. You have to watch what you type. Amen. (laughs) Um, But you know, so I'm happy for you in that sense. Okay, but But, also there's something else that I wanted to talk about. Mm. Is how did the MTV thing, like what, tell us more about the end when you hosted on MTV. What MTV thing? Right. Okay. For those who don't know. No, for the, I mean, a lot of, nobody knows. (laughs) I'm I'm not, I'm not known. Um, Your life is constantly reintroducing yourself because you just try to do it the best you can each time mm-hmm. each time is a new chance so i started so i got signed when i was 15 um at the same time i was doing radio um and a friend of mine told me that there was this tv station that was looking for a new presenter 
um, for this show called Blah Blah Groove. So on this French station called MCM. And I wandered in to the audition um, and they were finishing. I got the hour wrong. Um, and they were finishing and I was like, oh, well, y'all, you know, y'all probably found somebody. They're like, no, we didn't. And the cameraman kind of like looked at me. He's like, you ready now? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, talk to us about music. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I just like stood there and I just, you know, talked to them about music. So I got hired on the spot. And then from MCM, I got to work for MCM France and MCM Africa. So I got to like do things like the Cora Awards. You know, I was in a dressing room with uh, Miriam McCabe and she's chilling with all the other beautiful voices and they're just like singing and I'm just like putting on my fake eyelashes about crying, <laughs> trying to remember, you know, you know, who I was going to speak to next. So I'm, I'm, I'm hosting, I'm, I'm doing all these, these amazing um, events all throughout Francophone Africa. Um, and then I started working for The Source in France because I'm a hip hop head. Yes, I'm 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 a I'm a, I'm a hip hop baby. And um, so I was writing for The French Source, and then MTV called and said that they wanted my, me and my boy Mouloud to come in. And we did we sent in a tape a casting tape where Mouloud, who is Algerian, fair skin, but he's he's not a tiny boy. And with a very thick beard and curly hair, I'm just trying to get. So he has okay. a bra on over his T-shirt, and he's acting like he's Britney Spears. And I'm introduced. We yeah, this is 2000. These are this 2004. Very progressive. We yes. were progressive. I, I I know he danced in front of Sierra in a bra also, and Sierra was very scared <laughs> when that shit happened. Anyways, they. Apparently, our casting tape got to the people in MTV in, um, in, um, in the UK, and they were like, they're the French presenters. So that's how I started doing MTV, and we were a, a duo. Wow. And we were the only black and Arab presenters on, in France at that time. Mm, wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and uh, it was great. It was a lot of fun. And I did it for nine years. Oh, Whilst, I didn't know it ran that long. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did TV for thirteen years. Jesus. So I was an MTV VJ. I did the inter I did the MTV um, the the EMAs. Um, I did the red carpet. I, I have crazy stories as a TV Dang. girl. Like I, the I TV like life was part two. Part two. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've I've had an interesting life, yeah. and at the same time, so I'm doing MTV. I'm hosting hip hop um, parties because we had a show. That happened in clubs, and we would go to the biggest clubs in France, the ones that the regular kids couldn't get into, and we <laughs> opened the doors, and we dropped the prices at the bar, and right. we brought hip-hop into these mainstream clubs, wow. and um, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, listen, I would be standing on the, you know, on the DJ booth with a bottle of champagne, screaming lyrics of, you know, like Biggie Smalls um, yes, until four o'clock in the morning. And then the next day I'm doing, you know, you know, uh, I'll just ask is you wish, wish you ain't my baby. Like I'm singing jazz like the next day. And I, and I, was, I had to split personality. So the night before I'd be like, you know, uh, you know, hands up in the air. And the next day I was just like, well, that, you know, it, was, that, it was strange. It was strange. It but may I did be it. strange, I pulled it off. but it's right in line. It's all our music. It's all our heritage. Exactly. So TV came as a necessity. I mean, it had a whole bunch of odd jobs. You know, you don't, you don't get into music thinking you will make money. Like, right. unless you're doing, like, aiming for pop star status. Um, that was never my intention. Um, even though the record company's intention was that, but they didn't know that it wasn't mine. So I just had fun and made these really cool albums and didn't sell, but got to tour and then got kicked off and then got TV. You know? Wow. I mean, I know, I feel like Uni, I know you're trying to, I know where you're about to go with the truth. Yeah, oh, before you yes. go to that, I do, real quick, just yes, want to say, yes. on behalf of all the sisters out here in these streets, I just want to thank you for your generosity in sharing information, resources, always encouragement. Thank you. Like 
you're one of the first people that showed me that as a black woman in my life. And that's and, crazy to me when you told me that. Yeah. And so, and Uni, I know that Jasmia Horn, shout out to Jasmia, she has the same yes. testimony about you for oh. her life. So it's so important. It's so rare. But I think that that's the fuel that helps us keep going in, yes. in what we're doing. So Listen, like, I want to shine light on that, mm. that you are that person. Because we couldn't be like, doing what beautiful. we're doing without you oh listen we we all need each other mm -hmm. we all need each other and it's a bless um it's it's a bless a blessing and a curse to be an artist who's in media um but one thing that being in media has taught me one thing that you know interviewing mariah carey and will smith and meryl streep and all these incredible people you know it, being with these people, even if it's for like a little moment in time, I've learned the importance of keeping, you know, keeping your feet on the fucking ground because you know what? This world is filled with people of brilliance and talent. You ain't special. Like that's, that's one of the things that I learned is like, you're not special, but what you do with your talent, that is what makes you unique, how you decide to use your talent, how you decide to share. And I saw people who were sharers and I liked their energy, you know, and I would, I admire any huge star that is a sharer. And I'm just like, well, if they can still be sharers and be multimillionaires, then what the fuck am I doing? Like, what am I trying to hold on to? Right. Like, right. it's not all, we can't take any of this with us. Somebody might, anyways. I mean, if, mm -hmm. if somebody gets picked other than, we go. I go for the same job as you. You get picked. Am I gonna feel bad about it? No. I'm gonna be like, oh shit, because you're winning, then I'm winning. It's all good. And the thing, and people, when I say that, always are like, no, nah, come on, you be pissed off. And I'm like, literally, no. It's happened to me all the time, my whole life. I have been not chosen a lot of times, but I've also been chosen. But you are chosen. I've been chosen other times. Mm -hmm. You can't get every fucking job you go up for. <laughs> you know? You right. can't be... You, you, you can't make a great song every single time. It's just not possible. Mm -hmm. Even the, our, our greatest geniuses did not make great songs every single time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So you're trying to... You're like, look... You're trying to be like up with some Aretha Franklin and, and, and Prince and Stevie Wonder. They made songs that were like, mm, you know what? Mm -hmm. Maybe not the best one. You know, even though it was great. Right. At their level, of we're course. Artists. Oh, proportions <laughs> guarded. Yeah. But if people of that grand of talent can be kind and good people, that's what I want to believe in. Mm -hmm. I don't want to fucking mm -hmm. believe in. If I have one belief, I do not want to believe that goodness is lesser than the presence of evil. I, I just don't, because too many good things have happened to me. So from that point on, I take that to music. I take that to life, you know, I, 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 and I hope I die thinking that way, you know? Yes. Really? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> China, we're not worthy. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank, you, thank all. you. Thank you. Thank you for doing both of y'all doing what you're doing. You know, I was telling you, Uni, that I didn't know that you sang, you know, that you did music and everything. I didn't know. So I, I looked it up. And you're, you're, you know, we're all, we're all having these lives. Yeah. And they get to intercept. Why don't we try to make sure that they intercept in the most positive, supportive way possible yes. and have fucking fun while doing it, you know? Like, really. That's right. Do really. All so I believe in that. And people think I'm like, they're like, you're just too nice. I'm like, listen, literally, I think that. And your album, Melanie. Ooh. Mel! Yes, your album. I ain't Special. nobody. I ain't nobody, but. I do have a couple of years of sitting and listening through listening to people's stuff. Now, nobody becomes like a gatekeeper or like a critic. Like it, it you don't set out to be that. Your life takes you into 
to, to positions like that. So you start listening to a lot of things. You start seeing how other people around you react. You know, whether you're a programmer, you know, whether, you know, whether you have an internet radio, whether you're just DJing on Twitch, whatever it is, you're making a selection. And the audience that listens to your selections, it, 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 it gives you information back. So you build kind of like a, a knowledge of choosing things. Now, I'm not saying that my, my knowledge is ultimate. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying that I've kind of learned how people see things, you know, like, and like, oh, you know what? You'd really like this. Oh, you'd really like this. You'd really like this. I've started to learn how to do that. Listen, your album, I don't care who, wherever the person is from, there is something absolutely, absolutely magical in the story that you're telling throughout your music, your voice, and the choices of songs, and the production, and the, and the way you mix the analog, and the stuff, the way you make jazz trill again. There, that album is freaking iconic. It is. Thank you. It is. It is, right? It is. Thank you. Is. I appreciate you. But we're not talking about me today, but I appreciate you, and I appreciate your support <laughs> that you, you Let's you talk about you today, Melanie you Charles. You continuously play my, my, my songs on your show on Jazz FM yeah. UK, yeah. so just plugging that in. Jazz Those of you who are FM. listening, check in China show. What days of the week does it go up? So I have a show on Jazz FM UK, um, Mondays through um, Thursdays, 10 p.m. to midnight's UK time, but you can listen whenever you want. You can listen True. online. You can only listen True. online. Okay. I'm here. It's so good. Like you put a lot of care into that. There's a lot of care, but I have a lot of freedom. That's the that's the European freedom. Yeah, I can that's tell. That. Yeah, you do what you want. <laughs> I do whatever I want. Yeah. Um, and then I have another show that I've had for seven seasons in France on the station called TSF Jazz. Right, right. And um, the thing is, with all of that, like I, I happen to be one of the rare black women in the room in the mm. world of jazz. I don't know how the fuck I ended up there. I did not ask to be there, but you know, since I'm here, I might as well enjoy myself. Mm. And I see how, as an artist, I see how people listen, select our music. It's brutal. Mm -hmm. Even in the jazz right. world, it's brutal. I've seen it in the pop world, being on MTV. You know, I've seen people, you know, who select the videos. I've met with the people who select songs. I've, I grew up with half of, in the, in the business with, half of the major label bosses in Europe. Wow. Like, we're, they're all of, we're all the same age. Mm -hmm. I met these people when they were starting out when they were 20. I, I sit at their tables because I'm not an artist that they're interested in, so I can be a friend. Mm. You know, so I sit at their tables and I hear how they talk. And it's not that they're not people of passion and people who do not love the music. It's a business. And so how they'll listen to a song, like I always tell my musician friends, wow. listen, if you're going to submit to a station, and there's not many stations for our music, right. but if you're going to submit to a station, listen to the station, study it, study the specialist shows, study the DJs. As an artist, this is your homework now. There's nobody's going to do it for you. That's a gem. Yes. Those of you who are listening, that's literally, a gem. Right don't even send. Don't even send full <laughs> albums. Send the songs that you think will go with that show because that person don't got no time. And on top of that, they want things that stand out but don't stand out too much. Mm. Whoa! Literally, like if you have a solo in a song, this be a is. Radio I'm talking solo. about jazz. It's it's got to be. It can be a little bit, you know. A little bit, you know, Out. invigorating. Yeah. Uh, you know, right. it could be a little frisky. <laughs> and and no, uh, John Coltrane ten right, minutes no, solo. No, too free, but maybe like limit. <laughs> you know, it's and wow. and if you decide not to do that, don't expect for the station to play you. Mm, you have wow. made that choice. Mm -hmm. it, unfortunately, you can only go as fast as the, the station people are willing to go and sometimes they don't want to go anywhere. Right. So you got to find the ways in. You've found ways in. You know? You've taken many routes. I've found ways in. Yeah, you have. You know? I've taken many routes. I used to have a metal band. Like, I've done house. Mm, you know? Hey, I started out as a pop artist. I ended up doing jazz 
covers because I'm a scholar, so I can mm -hmm. do these projects, and then I end up doing my own music. It's a mess. A but beautiful mess. It's yes, a beautiful I mess. I like it. But find your way. Yeah, we all have to find those ways in. And at the top, they're people too, but they just have different imperatives. So you have to find the people that kind of align with your imperatives. I feel like we uh, attaching this episode. We should have China's notes and like have like yes. all the gems that she drops. Yes, notes all the, the gems. Mm. But now, oh boy, it's time. It's time for Trill Trivia. Yay, Trill Trivia! I'm really bad at this. <laughs> no, it. Listen, it is. It's a good time. <laughs> If you say so. Okay, I'm ready. Come on, bring it. Okay, yes, you're doing it together. You're a either. team. Yeah. So you are the phone of friends. Okay. okay. You can phone a friend. Your okay. friend is Mel. Mel. Your okay. friend is China. Okay. okay. <laughs> I like this. I like this. So the first trill trivia question is... Oh, boy. Which vocalist performed frequently with Sonny Stitt and Gene Ammons when they performed their tenor battles? This vocalist was also featured on the album... Left Bank Encores. Is it A, Etta Jones, B, Etta James, C, Sarah Vaughn, or D, Dinah Washington? Sunny Stitch. Sunny Stitch. Two tenor players. Gina I'm phoning Rose. a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all any... phoning a friend? Somebody know this? Because this Wait, is some I deep trivia. I know Simon knows. <laughs> That's who I think it is, too. Okay. I think it is, too. So what's the... Etta Jones? That's correct! <laughs> Etta Jones! Yes. I was like, Sarah, no sunny sis. Zana, no sunny sis. I'm like, Etta James? I'm like, is there something about this Etta James I don't cut. know? Yeah, it's a deep cut. That's a deep <laughs> cut. I like this. I like this. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Which song... Educate me. ...was not written by Miles Davis? Oh, boy. A... <laughs> you said all of them. So what? Someone said all of the above. <laughs> so A, so what? B, Freedom Jazz Dance. C, Dewey Square. Or D, Seven Steps to Heaven. Not? Not written. I feel like a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, there's I, no none of the above. <laughs> I have no... No idea. I don't think none of these were like. I don't know. I don't. You know what? No I'm sorry, Miles Davis. R.I.P. Miles. We love you. Listen, <laughs> listen. But this is a, these are learning moments. Listen, I know. Just educate me because I yes. have no answer to that. Is, I mean, he didn't write Freedom Jazz. Is it Freedom? Yes, Bing. You got no, it. No, he didn't write. He yeah. did not write Freedom Jazz. Oh, Memphis. it's which song he did, oh, he did not, not write. write? Yes. Oh, I was just like, oh, I, I understood the question differently. I God, did. I'm sorry. I gotta rephrase really? my question. Uh, <laughs> but you got it right. Did but you got it. Yeah. Well, did I mean, get you know, okay. I'm sorry. I gotta listen, be better with you. Listen, I am not a jazz head. Like yes, literally yes, not. No. You're, you're a trill jazz yes, head. Yes, you are. I, I am. I am liner notes of hip hop gonna... album sample jazz head. Yes, like, like that's like that, that that's, that's it's that's very precise. Art. That is an art. Let me tell you. That's I why I have very, very intelligent friends around me. me I know too. how to surround myself I keep very well. Smarter people than me, around. Yeah, always, always. <laughs> I have one last, one last. We only have okay. Three. We do go three. for it. Go for it. I'm loving this. Which vocalist recorded with trumpeter Clifford Brown? A. Dinah Washington. B. Helen Merrill. C. Sarah Vaughn. Or D. All of the above. Wait, Sarah, Helen Merrill, yes, and who? Dinah Washington. And Dinah, yeah. I think it's all of the above, yeah. Yeah! yeah. Listen, we try to school our audience. Yes! People Listen, I was, I, I, you know, literally was going through album covers in my mind, like, yeah, just like, exactly. which one? Like, uh, do I see this? Do I see this? Do I see this? Which liner note? Do I see this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Clifford. Yes, Clifford. Oh, Clifford. Wow, well, you guys got it all right. Yeah, you got 100% on the test. Yes. Oh, wow. Yay, China. Uh, can we give it up? Yes, thank yes, you. China. 
And I learned something too. Yes. Listen, life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. I'm a Thank jazz, you so much. I'm a heavy jazz nerd. So <laughs> I, I see. I'm scared. I'm bringing you to trivia night though. Right. Uni knows all the things. Like definitely. Fun yeah, I've ended up in I've ended up in jazz trivia nights like with Terry Lynn Carrington and Aaron Parks. <laughs> shout out to Terry Lynn. Yes, shout out to Terry. Shout shout out. Out. I Listen, like, I feel like we need to do a part two because like we're oh, getting yes. warmed up. <laughs> but I think I got I got stories. I got stories. I know, and I knew that it would be like this. I told you, so Uni. I was fun. like, we gotta go forever. Oh my god, yo, China. Thank what, you darling? So much. Thank you for being you. Thank you for making all the things that you do happen around you. Thank you both. Thank you. And thank you everybody who showed up. Yeah. And I really want I really, really, really want to dance. Thank you to the whole team. Yes, yes. we are about we to dance. Get, mm-hmm. Let's thank go. you to Winter Jazz Fest for supporting yes, New Blue. Thank you, Winter Jazz. Yes. You know, and yeah, because all of these things are really important. We might feel that we're a small amount of people, you know, noticing this, but I have proof. Every other day when I receive videos of young people in freaking Bulgar- Bulgaria or Russia, Russia covering my songs, yes. that I'm like, oh, there's somebody listening more than I think. <laughs> oh, there, there are kids, there's people everywhere listening to this you, when you get those messages from folks like you know you're just like in brazil like places you haven't even played before like don't even, don't even know what it looks you don't like. even know what it looks like you got to look it up on a map be like where is it like so even if we can feel that we're like a small community and it's it's okay because it's reaching very wide and very large and across the world. It's beautiful. So thank y'all for doing what y'all do. Thank you. Thank you. On that note, whatever you do, remember to make jazz true. Yes. Thank y'all. And we're ready to party now.